Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Wednesday's massive 12-game NBA DFS slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, Today was kind of interesting. Uh, Three-game slate, we had uh, uh, Chalk Anthony Gill Day. What a a time to be alive. Uh, How's that going for you, Rinpak? We'll see uh, if I have enough. Uh, Not not the sentence I was hoping to say at the start of the day or start of the slate, but it's a short slate, NBA DFS slate, anything really goes, and clearly that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah, I hope we log off to some goodies here because I had near lock button Reggie Jackson on FanDuel, which was great. I also had near lock button Nicholas Patum, so that's not great. So that's probably going to be the the demise of my night. But otherwise, it was uh, it was it was a fun three game slate. So we'll we'll see how it all turns out for us here. But nobody wants to hear about that when we have a twelve gamer to look forward to for tomorrow. So let's get right to that. Uh, before we do, uh, get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Awesome is going live. Uh, we are making a push for fifty k subs before the Super Bowl. We're at 49.4K. We are making our way up. So please, please, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, it does, does wonders for us. So uh, otherwise, we're going to go position by position like we always do. Uh, you ready to get going, Ryan? Let's do it. It's a 12-game slate, and we're going to get this under uh, 30 minutes for you guys. Tonight. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Ready, begin. Uh, Luka Doncic, he's 10,900. Uh, he's very good at basketball. He does things that nobody else can do. Uh, it's outrageous watching him play. I thought he was going to go for like 90 the other night. He ended up coming in, you know, just disappointing big time with an 86.25 uh, DraftKings points day. So very, very disappointing. How dare he? Uh, not go for 90. James Harden sitting there at 10,100. Still waiting for those prices to come down on those Brooklyn Nets. I just can't do 10K. I know Harden has some upside where he could go off, but he's just not shooting right now. I mean, 9 and 10 shot attempts in his last two games. That's not going to get it done. I like seeing his assist rate uh, getting near double digits every single time. So um, I like seeing that he had 11 and 8 assists in those games, but hard to imagine that there's like triple-double upside still for him there when when he's not going to be rebounding the ball nearly as much as what he was with with the other two on the court with him and definitely not going to get the same shooting volume. So 10,100 might be a little pricey for me there. Steph Curry, 9,300. Only saw, he saw a massive $100 boost in this exact same matchup. Like, come on. Uh, Steph Curry, 9,300. Looks great out there. And then to finish out the position, we'll just go Trey Young. We'll group him in there, 9,200, because uh, he's in another good spot there uh, in that fast-paced Brooklyn game. I'm sure that over-under when we pull it up is going to be ridiculous tomorrow. So uh, talk to me about top end of point guard. 
Yeah, I'm going to like Steph Curry quite a bit against this Minnesota matchup. He went on a nice fourth quarter Curry run of his uh, where he just banged out a couple threes, put Minnesota away. And I expect him to start hot um, yet again. He kind of went cold in the middle of the game uh, against Minnesota last time out. I'm going to like Steph Curry quite a bit. Probably one of my favorite uh, players to roster tomorrow on tomorrow's slate with pricing and everything consider. $9,600 on FanDuel, $2,000 saving off of Luka Doncic seems very, very appealing. Kyrie Irving is $9,200 against Atlanta on FanDuel. I think he's uh, one of those Brooklyn guys is always going to be good. There's going to be a second one who, who might get there always uh, as well. Uh, just because we know where those three guys are going to be kind of hogging the offense and Harden's going to be mainly a facilitator. Uh, we'll see what Harden ends up doing. He he got he kind of caught fire in the fourth quarter to like even just crack 40 points, uh, 40 fantasy points, that is. So guess what? James Harden's playing out, out at Atlanta. Everyone knows what the narrative's going to happen there, but hopefully <laughs> it's in quarantine. None of that's going to be happening for him. Uh, so uh, I'm going to like Trey Young uh, again, $9,200 against this uh, pretty uh, piss poor Brooklyn defense that we've seen so far since the trade has gone down. I think he's a nice option over there in DK, $9,200 on the top end. In terms of value and some spend down options, I think we need to start considering uh, Darius Garland. He played mid 20 minutes last time. He's priced all the way down to $4,600 against Detroit. I'm going to like Garland a decent amount as well. On FanDuel, uh, it seems like a position where I want to really spend up on. Garland is $5,200, makes for a viable option, nothing too great. I think Lamella Ball's price tag is down to $6,400, but his minutes have come down along with it. There's going to be a game where Borrego is going to roll him out because Lamella Ball is kind of hot, and you're going to have to roll with him. Monitor also the Westbrook uh, back-to-back situation. I don't think he was, he's going to play tomorrow. There's going to be some value that opens up in the Washington point guard situation with Raul Neto, who came back today, was limited. I uh, will see what the situation with him is. Other than that, you maybe have to consider a cash just Winston at the minimum at $3,500, but seems seems a little too uh, ahead for us to know what what's going to happen. So monitor the new situation at Osmo NBA. But that's kind of where I stand right now. It's a huge slate. Um, there's going to be a bunch of point guards who are going to be really good tomorrow. Yeah, and and there's going to be point guards at every single price range that you can kind of look at. I think that's kind of the story of a 12-game NBA slate where – uh, every position should be loaded because you're getting 24 teams to to be picking from. So uh, you better like your lineup the way that it looks tomorrow. I gotta say that if you're if you're building only a couple and you don't like the way that your lineup looks, you gotta redo it. Um, you know, obviously you don't need to be super chalky. You don't need to go crazy, but like you can be not chalky by default and play good plays. I mean, there's gonna be guys at every single price tier at every single position that you can look at. But uh, definitely, I the guy that I had kind of keyed in on there was Darius Garland 4600 if he starts regaining some of those minutes like if you can get up to 30 minutes there that's just too cheap and it doesn't look pretty seeing you know 15 15 20 uh in the last three but you know he's obviously coming back from injury there but a nice hike up to 26 if he can get to 30 minutes that's just a great spot to be looking at so uh anybody else that you kind of want to discuss before we move on no, let's hop, right, hop on right over to the shooting guard position. Yeah, again, these are just like your spark note version. We want to take a look at them here, give you our first impressions for it, and, and give you something useful going into tomorrow. But there will definitely be news. There will definitely be value that exists uh, in, in a couple hours or in, in you know 12 hours for sure that we had no idea even was there. So uh, getting to the top end of shooting guard, we'll start over on FanDuel for this. Bradley Beal, uh, 10,300. Looked pretty darn good here tonight. Uh, obviously, nothing like setting the world on fire. Um, he's going to be pretty... What's what's he at right now? Did you see his last his last number? 
I have not seen it where he's at. I believe he, uh, I think he got to around, he's at high 30 fantasy points right now. So Okay, so and he's still going. He's got a fourth quarter coming up. So I, I just say that because uh, a lot of recency bias there. And if Russell Westbrook does sit 10,300, 10, he's going to be popular and he should be popular. He would be your top spend up option for sure at the position. Uh, 9,800, James Harden. Uh, not, not for me, but I could totally understand. It's James Harden. He has an upside anywhere. At least that number is now down below that 10K number. But I think it's still got a little ways to go if he's just going to be a facilitator. Uh, Shea Gill just out. Alexander is now your third highest uh, shooting guard on this massive 12 gamer. Uh, he's just been good. Even in like only 32 minutes last time out, 49.8 up against Portland. He's He is the offense of OKC. Now, Al Horford might possibly be be back, uh, be back tomorrow. Um, that might take a little bit of a knock, but it's Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He is the offense there in OKC. So I have no problem at 8,500 there. Uh, Donovan Mitchell at 8,200, who's just getting going here right now as we're recording this. And the last guy that I'll include in that grouping, DeMar DeRozan, sitting at 7,900, uh, was in foul trouble for that Washington game, just got done burning everybody. I have a lot of interest in going back there. How about you, Rinpak? Yeah, I think uh, Bradley Beal is going to be obviously very interesting uh, with uh, potentially no Russell Westbrook. 10-3, we know what Beal's upside could be. 60 fantasy points could definitely be in play. I think we definitely need to be considering Bradley Beal as a cornerstone of many of our lineups tomorrow. Van Vliet, 7,900, he's just very consistent. He seems like Van Vliet's very rarely really burns you. He seems to be always above 30 fantasy points and hovers around the low 40 fantasy point uh, area. And at 7,900, on a 12-game slate, you really need everyone to really smash value. I don't mind Van Vliet. If he's like your last man in, I'm okay with it. Against It's against Milwaukee, so we'll see what ends up happening. I think uh, I like D'Angelo Russell if he plays. Granted, he is questionable. Maybe there's a minutes limit, but if Russell's going to play, Minnesota really, really needs him. Without Russell with no, and without Cat, that team is really, really bad. So pardon me if I was about to say a really bad word, uh, but uh, they're really, really bad. Uh, Russell, 7,500. I like that quite a bit. SGA against uh, Phoenix, someone who I forgot to mention the point guard position. I'm going to like Chris Paul quite a bit. He's in the mid sevens on both sides. He was sensational in a matchup that went to overtime without D book without Booker. Again, I think we're going to have to like uh, uh, Chris Paul quite a bit. So I, I accidentally uh, passed over that uh, Chris Paul price tag. So keep that in mind as well. Other options to consider Andrew Wiggins was sensational, put up a uh, high 40 fancy points against Minnesota Put up six stocks. Uh, you're going to like six stocks from Andrew Wiggins quite a bit. $6,800 on FanDuel. I like that quite a bit looking at that. $6,700. Let's ride with Wiggins. He's definitely standing out to me. Some spend down options to consider uh, in the shooting guard position on DK. Neto is $4,300. Keep in mind what the minute situation is going to look like. Jeremy Lamb got to 33 minutes uh, uh, out of nowhere, really, and has been playing well for Indiana. And 33 minutes of Jeremy Lamb. $5,200, $5,100 against his former team. I think he's definitely a nice uh, mid-tier value option that we need to be considering. And I need to—I can't go the shooting guard position without mentioning Buddy Heald, who is now down to $5,500 on FanDuel. He doesn't look good, but I have a Buddy Heald problem, so I am going to probably have to roster Buddy Heald tomorrow. Other um, spend-down options. Does anyone else stick out to you, Eric? I'm so mad at you. Seriously, Buddy Heald on a 12-game slate. We're going to... We're going to dip in, dip our toes in that pool. Like, oh my God, 
Rinpack, we got to have a talk. However, that was really funny there a second ago, too. Uh, anywho, uh, I'm looking around, and I mean, there's there's guys all over the place. I'm going to have interest in a lot of these Pelicans tomorrow in this Washington matchup. We know how bad Washington is defensively. We know how uh, the kind of pace that they play with. Uh, Westbrook off the floor, maybe it doesn't really matter either way. I, I, ha- I want to target Washington. So uh, sitting Eric Bledsoe, 5,500 over on FanDuel. Uh, we just saw him really get there against Minnesota. This is somehow an even better or equal matchup and so I I am happy to go back to Eric Bledsoe I don't feel like that's chasing at all considering the matchup so 5,500 I feel really good about him Uh, looking around some other spots like Wayne Ellington against Cleveland like uh, not really going back to that direction he's he's been shooting a little bit over his head so kind of in my fade list I, I doubt you really need to be that thin on this slate as well um Kind of like looking around, Marcus Smart has been like sneaky good here the last couple. Uh, in limited minutes, 27 and 25 minutes the last two, he's put up 41 and a half FanDuel points the last two. I could imagine if he got to 30, 35. Now, again, I'm not just plugging him in for 41 there, but he makes for a mid-level option, 6,600. I'm happy to go back there. I know Tatum's back, but Tatum was back last game and, and played, you know, a surprising amount of minutes, and, and Smart still looked really, really good. Uh, somebody that can possibly start uh, spike a, st- a stop upside. So uh, Marcus Smart would be like one other guy on FanDuel that I would have some interest in. What do you think about those two? And then uh, we'll get ourselves moving. Yeah, Marcus Smart was really, really good last time out. He was very good against the Chicago matchup. I'm going to be a little cautious with him. It's going to be an ownership uh, situation. What comes in on him? It's a 12 game slate. Ownership is going to be very, very spread out. So it's going to be very easy to make some pivots kind of uh, in the sense where you can be comfortable with the ownership projections that come in at for most of these players. So it's not a reason, to, uh, any reason to get too cute at times. Sometimes chalk is usually good for a good reason, and making small pivots here and there can make your lineup unique uh, alone uh, in a 12 game slate. So, yeah, I think those are some good, nice pivot options. And another uh, mention I got to mention your boy Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, $5,200 on DK. Uh, I think I'll kind of like hedge my buddy heel exposure by playing Halliburton over there on DK uh, at $5,200. Maybe Halliburton gets going over there and I can cover my bases, but we'll see what ends up happening. But I'm good to go to the small four position if you are. Yeah, it's about time you mentioned a good guard for Sacramento, so that was nice. Uh, moving ourselves along, uh, before we do, uh, NBA packages starting at $4.95 per week. All you got to do is go over to Osmo.com slash join NBA. It's Osmo.com slash join NBA. We got multiple price options, uh, whatever you would need for your game, whether that's uh, a low tier offering, if you're just getting your feet wet, want to see what we have to offer behind the paywall, or if you want to get up to a more expensive, like the Osmo Plus, uh, Osmo Plus Platinum, anything up in that tier as well. Uh, we've got projections, the optimizer, you can get the Fantasy Cruncher uh, add-on. Man, it's just, it's been so nice to have some of these projections of late because uh, something like the Clippers today would not have been possible without Alex Baker's expertise on things. Uh, I, I guess I finagled my Reggie Jackson exposure a little bit, but like, man, what a great job he did today. So uh, I feel really, really great about the fact that this is like one of the best products that uh, that you will find for the NBA anywhere. Uh, it is the best product that you will find anywhere for the NBA. And it's backed by the number one player in daily fantasy sports who's helping put all of this together on the daily. Uh, 
that is hard to beat. So jump on over to Osmo.com slash join NBA and uh, stop guessing and start winning. Uh, getting to the top is small forward over here on DraftKings again. Uh, we've got Kevin Durant at 10,300. Again, out of all these three Brooklyn guys between Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, as long as they're all three in, Durant is always going to be the guy that I have more exposure to than anybody else. He's at the small forward position, which is generally harder to fill uh, when there aren't as many guys to be paying up for like crazy. So uh, he's the most expensive option on this tier by 400 bucks because then you got LeBron there at 9,900. Coming off a game where he just completely nuked his old Cleveland Cavaliers uh, just dropped a, a 75 burger on him. So uh, somebody that I'll, I'll probably have some shares of like I normally do. I wish I had more the other night. I'm, I've been riding the Anthony Davis train thinking that he's just going to he's going to elevate and take over this Lakers team as they're going across. But they're playing great basketball. We know what LeBron can do. That's that's no surprise. Uh, Jason Tatum, 8,700, who played a surprising amount of minutes. I, I thought 31 coming right out of the gate here. Hadn't played a basketball game in, in nearly three weeks. So, uh, so it was... It was nice to see him get out against Chicago and play 31 minutes, uh, put up 39 DK points. Uh, probably not on this slate for me still. Um, I'll, I'll wait and kind of see it there. But, you know, 8700 is a little bit of a depressed price tag for him there. And then finally, his buddy, his running mate, Jalen Brown, sitting down there who only played 30 minutes against Chicago, but has shown and expressed an upside. Now you're getting a little bit of a discount down to 8300 coming off of his 8500 tag the other night. Talk to me about the top end of small forward. Yeah, you're going to like LeBron James uh, against Philly. Uh, I know people are going to be um, looking at that box score. He was absolutely sensational. He got mad at a uh, former, uh, sorry, Cleveland front office member, was laughing at LeBron missing his shot, and LeBron just went full on alpha mode, zero dark 30, and just wreaked havoc against Why would you do that to LeBron James? But eh, I digress. Yeah, he was sensational and a really uh, important piece to to, uh, winning lineups on uh, Monday night. But against Philly, I think we can always consider LeBron James, especially the 12-game slate. um, Taking shots on guys who you think will be the highest-scoring player on the slate will be really important. So LeBron James, KD has the same same, uh, bio there as well. If KD you think is going to be the highest-scoring player, he totally can be against Atlanta, obviously, with so many of these uh, alpha players in the mix now. You don't really expect it, but it's definitely possible. Jason Tatum uh, came back, put up 39 fantasy points in 31 minutes. I think we can definitely consider uh, Tatum uh, against San Antonio, but I think we need to um, consider Brandon Ingram yet again. Ingram is $7,500 on FanDuel, 8K on DK, both sites against Washington. Washington can't guard for shit. I think we need to go with Brandon Ingram for sure. Your boy, I, I it's tough for me not to like Brandon Ingram quite a bit. You're very value, smart, Rinpak. You're very smart. I love uh, Cameron Johnson yet again. Forty six hundred dollars on, uh, believe on forty six hundred dollars on Fanduel, forty eight hundred dollars on DK. Definitely like him. Jeremy Lamb, fifty one hundred dollars has small forward eligibility, and uh, Gordon Hayward uh, taking on Indiana, uh, seventy five hundred dollars has been very very good as a member of the Hornets. We need to consider uh, Gordon Hayward for sure. And one final mention in the small forward position is Jay Crowder. Picked up a ton of minutes. Uh, was in the starting lineup last time. Uh, $4,900. I think he's kind of a safe option. Uh, someone who I don't think will um, put up the same 38 fantasy points last time against uh, Denver. That game went to double OT. He had a bunch of threes in overtime. I think it's safe to project around the mid-20 fantasy points on the upside for even more. So I don't mind that. And I'm going to like uh, Kelly Oubre on FanDuel. Uh, really uh, like that price tag for Oubre Jr. $5,800 was really good uh, last time out as he put up high 30 fantasy points. I think now is the time when I bring up the Miami Heat, who have 
a ton of injuries going on. Uh, Gabe Vincent uh, sprained his ankle. You had Tyler Hero, who's going to be questionable again. You have all of these guys. Kendrick Nunn will be available. But uh, uh, Gabe Vincent, Gordon Drogic, Tyler Hero, uh, who was the other guy? Mo Harkless is going to be out. Jimmy Butler's still going to be out. So Miami's going to be very shorthanded. I think my favorite play at the position, and it's so ridiculous and horrible to say, but uh, Andre Iguodala is sitting at 3,900. So 3,900, Andre Iguodala, uh, and then Akpala might actually be in play, who played 21 minutes. Not a high fantasy point permanent guy, but I mean, I'm just curious how many guys they actually have that they're going to be able to field for Miami. I was kind of saving that up for a little bit later, but like, there's just so many issues that exist there. Uh, Bam Adebayo will be popular. All these Miami Heat guys are going to be popular because there's just so many minutes to go around. We'll have to see how all that injury news breaks out. Uh, it'll be half an hour after lock. I'm I'm curious when we're going to get that news, when it's all going to drop down. But, like, there, <laughs> there's going to be an unbelievable amount of value that exists between Andre Iguodala and some of these other guys uh, from the Miami Heat. Uh, going along to, like, some other spots on the position, uh, you know, you're you're seeing, like, elevated tags on a lot of these, like, uh, OKC guys like Baisley, who, who kind of came out and, like, started playing pretty solid there. He's 5,300. Now he's up to 5,600. On a slate like this, that's definitely a hard pass for me because it's just so hard to imagine, like, him having the upside there now at an elevated price tag of 300. Like, you really have to feel great about who you're putting into your lineups. But, like, for me, depending on how this Miami news breaks out, I mean, Andre Iguodala might be, you know, at 3,900, one of the more popular plays on the slate, which is just so crazy to say. Uh, at this point in time. So can make sure that you're paying attention to the news, follow awesome NBA on Twitter uh, and make sure that you're, you're updated on that. So uh, that'll be like a big key to this slate is figuring out what to do with Miami value. Should everybody end up sitting out? So what do you think about that rim pack? And then we'll move on. Yeah. The Miami value has been always very interesting and it's not been too kind to us to start off. I mean, I think when Miami like has been opening up this value, we need to definitely consider bam out of bio. And I think it's a good segue into the power forward position out of bio, $9,400 on FanDuel. And uh, one, second, in. one second, back up from your mic a little bit. <laughs> just for one second. There we go. Just doing, we're doing the tech as we're going. It's just fine. Uh, not too worried about it, but we'll, we'll talk about a little bit on the top end for power forward here. Uh, for sure, over on FanDuel, yeah, Bam Adebayo is a phenomenal option at 9,400. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,300. Anthony Davis, 10,100. And then Jason Tatum sitting at 9,600. Uh, yeah, continue on about the power forward. And yeah, 9,400 is a crazy price tag to see on FanDuel for Bam, but man, has he earned it. Yeah, Bam's been sensational uh, the last couple of times out against Brooklyn. And uh, I think we definitely need to consider him in play yet again, but there's some other good power forward options. Uh, Giannis against Toronto, Anthony Davis against Philly. Uh, Sabonis, if he's playing against Charlotte, keep in mind with his left knee situation. Zion against this Washington front court. All those guys uh, sound really good to me right now with the way things stand. Obviously, injury situations can open up and change things in a hurry, but I think all of those guys are firmly in play. Having spring, having those guys sprinkled around, um, it's going to be really fun to mix and match some lineups with those studs. Uh, pay down options to definitely consider. We got to consider Chris Boucher, $6,500, because we know what that upside can look like. Uh, Aaron Gordon's been getting a lot more ball handling duty against this uh, pretty bad Sacramento team. You know, consider him on a FanDuel. Jay Crowder's $4,800 on FanDuel. I like that quite a bit. And I'm, Draymond Green's going to get another match on FanDuel, especially if he's going to be under 5K. I know uh, Eric has his reservations, but I still um, think uh, Draymond Green has a little bit of upside that he can show out for us. 
other other people to definitely uh, consider uh, Porter Jr. 7K. If you uh, think Michael Porter is going to be uh, as good as 46 and a half fantasy points yet again, I think 7K is an okay price tag for him. But keep in mind, Jamal Murray did get uh, ejected in that game for a nice nut shot on Tim Hardaway Jr. So I think we need to uh, keep that in mind when considering rostering uh, Michael Porter Jr. DeRozan has power forward eligibility on DK. He's $7,100. We know DeRozan always has an upside in him. We need to definitely consider uh, DDR for sure, but kind of rounds out the power forward position. Plethora of good options. It's really hard to like at a first look at things, pinpoint who really stands out because it's pretty loaded uh, power forward position. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice thing to have a big slate like this. You can pinpoint a lot of good plays and, it's going to be really hard for me to say that's a bad play by any means because a lot of teams are in good situations to take advantage of. Agreed. Yeah, I'm looking down here at the bottom end, too, of Power Forward. I mean, a lot of the good plays have been elevated, had their tags a little bit elevated in some spots. So uh, I, I really am kind of there with you. Like, it gets really, really thin at this bottom end of Power Forward. Like, I don't see anybody below 4K on DK right now that I would have a crazy amount of interest in. There are so many different tags and so many, so much news that's going to pop out somebody's going to show up there. I just don't see them yet. Um, so, so make sure again, that you're paying attention to that news. Cause like Vanderbilt's now up to 5,400. Uh, I know he's a high point per minute guy, but like, just no thank you over on DK for that. And over on FanDuel, like, yeah, you've got some of those studs. Aaron Gordon is 6,800 though. And I don't know how he got that price tip. Like it, it's kind of a, a strange tag to be seeing for him there. Um, I feel like he was just above 7K a second ago, and now he's back down to 6,800 in a fast-paced game against Sacramento, or a, a pace-up spot, should I say, against Sacramento. Uh, so, so somebody that I'll definitely have some interest in there. Uh, ready to move on to center and finish this out? Yeah, it's a 12-game slate. We zoomed through it for you guys, so let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, let's finish it up. Uh, the top end of center on FanDuel. We'll stick over there. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 11,200. Uh, Clint Capella, 10,500. <laughs> I'm sorry, just had to take a second there. Uh, Joel Embiid, 9,800, unbelievable. Like, uh, he he's under 10K, and the fact that Clint Capella is more expensive than him is just, like, makes my head explode. So, like, as long as Joel Embiid's all right to go, which he should be, I think he was just kind of, like, taking a day off the other night against Detroit, uh, they did not look good without him, I will say that. If they were looking for a way to bolster his MVP voting, they did a great job by just, like, looking like trash against Detroit. So well done there. Joel Embiid, 9,800, a lot of interest. And then Vooch sitting at 9,400. Somebody that just finally put up that 50-point game that we'd been looking for, 52.9 the other night against Charlotte on those back-to-back Charlotte games. So it was nice to see him finally spiking upside there. Now he gets Sacramento and Bagley and Holmes. That's got to be another great spot to be targeting. Talk to me a little bit about the top end of center. Yeah, and Fando, uh, Joel Embiid, $9,800 Facing up against this tough LA matchup, but with Embiid, I consider Embiid kind of matchup proof. I think he's going to find a way to get his own against Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul, if you remember, Toronto brought him to limit Embiid. He did it. He did an above average job in the playoffs a couple years ago when Kawhi hit that buzzer beater shot. It really changed up that uh, Philly team if you look back at things. But Embiid, ninety eight hundred dollars. You're going to have to like him just because you know what the upside it can be. But keep in mind, it's the matchup against LA. I really like Gobert, 8K. Seems like a safe option to consider for sure. Uh, I believe he's already up um, in across the 30. Uh, he's at 30 fantasy points in 21 minutes to play against the Knicks. So I'm going to like Gobert. Capella uh, against Brooklyn. I guess you're going to have to consider him if he's going to keep rolling out mid-40 fantasy points. But I'd rather uh, find those extra 700 to go up to Jokic 
or save uh, more than $2,000 and go to Aiton. Aiton's been really good without, um, uh, it's been really good the last couple of times out. Uh, was okay against um, Denver last time, but he fouled out. Uh, so you missed out on some overtime run. But I expect Aiton to be very good in this matchup. $8,300, I think we can definitely consider him. Uh, in center, it's tough to really spend down on a uh, 12 game slate. It would kind of make your roster uh, lineup kind of unique. But no one really definitely stands out to me on the center position to spend down on on FanDuel. Uh, Mason Plumlee has been pretty awful of late, so I'm kind of off of him. And maybe Steven Adams at 5K is the lowest I'm willing to go. Over there on DK, Giannis has center eligibility. You're going to like Giannis just because you know what that upside can be, the highest scoring. You're going to potentially have to project him as the highest scoring player on the slate. Other options to definitely consider. Gobert, 7,200. I like that price tag quite a bit. Eight and seventy three hundred, man. It's uh, there's a lot of good center options over there. Those two, and price wise, could be um, top two center plays for me right now. But other options to consider, I think Adebayo eighty six hundred. We know what he's been doing of late. Uh, he's going up against his Denver matchup, so we'll see how that uh, pans out for him. Um, but outside of that, Davis has center eligibility. Nine K Anthony Davis. Yeah, I think you're, I'm going to have to like nine thousand dollar Anthony Davis a decent amount. And 6K, LaMarcus Aldridge uh, was good two games ago, was disappointing last time out against Washington as they blew him out. But against Boston, maybe he can uh, get you mid-30 fantasy points at 6K. I think you'll uh, you'll take mid-30 fantasy points at 6K for sure. But going back to the guy you said uh, up top, Nikola Vucevic, I think I'm going to like Vuce quite a bit. Yeah, I love him too. To finish out the position for me too, I want to give a shout out to Miles Turner, who's at 7,500 and has nearly the same block rate as rebound rate, which was from Dave Lochran. <laughs> I just thought that that was so dumb. That's just how many shots he's blocking right now. It's a ridiculous amount. I expect regression there, but hey, right now he looks great there defensively. Uh, hard to believe that uh, that he's taken a, a step up here now. It makes some of these other teams that were looking for a center uh, look a little silly here when they could have had Miles Turner in this offseason. So uh, Miles Turner, 7,500. I, I feel pretty good about him. And then Aiton sitting right below him at 7,300. I mean, there's just so, so many options at center on this top and, and mid-edge So on, on DraftKings that I'm looking at. So make sure that you're you're checking ownership on some of those guys. I, it's going to be spread out. There's going to be a lot of different routes to go. You're going to get low-owned plays on a 12-game slate just by default. So uh, make sure that you do kind of avoid like some of the mega chalk because there are going to be viable pivots all over the place. Rinpak, do you have any parting words for the people? Yeah, no, I do. Since this is a 12-game slate tomorrow, we'd love for you guys to engage with us. And the YouTube comments, if you were to leave your favorite play on the slate, feel free to drop that comment in the YouTube comments section. Also, please hit that subscribe button for us. It means a lot. And if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can leave us a review, we've been giving out free weekly passes over there for people who've been leaving us reviews. If you can leave us a review about the Slate Starter Show, specifically about me and Eric, that'd be great, or Eric and I. So uh, we love your support. It's uh, We're closing in in exactly a month of the NBA starting. It's been awesome. Your guys' support has been fantastic. We love the Twitter, Twitter interaction, the YouTube interaction, and support's been awesome. Uh, that's all I really have to say. And excited for the 12-game slate, and good luck to you guys. That was fantastic. Can't do it better myself. We will see you back here for Thursday Slate. Uh, good luck on this behemoth little 12-gamer. Uh, we'll catch you later. Bye, guys. Bye.